The world of business is full of empty promises masquerading as the next big thing. From pitch competitions in high school to stakeholder meetings for the Fortune 100, you hear the same claim that this service or that product will be a total game changer. As proof, all we have to do is take a little look into the past. Back in 1957, Ford dove in headfirst into the next big thing, also known as the Ford Edsel. But consumer preferences were evolving quickly, and no one wanted a big, bulky, gas-guzzling car anymore. After a few years and $400 million down the drain, it was quickly taken off the market. Or what about when Coors tried to sell its Rocky Mountain spring water to its customers? Another flop. Turns out, beer drinkers only want one thing from their favorite beer brand. Or let's think back to when everyone thought they had to offer phones to their customers. Amazon, Facebook, and ESPN all took a swing at the opportunity only to realize they overpromised and underdelivered. It's hard, almost impossible, to create something that truly has a long-lasting impact on the world and on consumer behavior. The internet was one of those things, and companies like Google, Tesla, and Apple were a few leaders that transcended the world of fad and actually entered the zeitgeist in real ways. But they're the exceptions, not the rule. And they also weren't the first movers in their industries. Google wasn't the first in the search market. Tesla wasn't the first in electric vehicles. And there were computers and phones far before Macs and iPhones became ubiquitous. So where does that leave an innovative new drone company, which is angling to be another one of those unicorns, but is paving a completely new path to get there? So in January of 2021, we became the first company authorized by the FAA to conduct these automated operations with no humans on site. So that's very recent. That was the inflection point for us and really for the whole industry. That's Reese Moser, the co-founder of American Robotics, and he believes that it's only a matter of time before drones become ever-present throughout multiple industries. He also thinks that American Robotics will be the reason why. But as we've heard, there are questions about whether being first is actually best. Sure, American Robotics is going to be the first mover, but soon enough, other companies will follow with their own FAA approvals and unique selling propositions. So what really makes American Robotics so special? How will it establish itself in the Google and Tesla category and not go the way of the Ford Etzel? What did Reese and his team identify in the industry that allowed them to chase an otherwise untrodden path? And how will they keep doing that to actually start changing the game long-term? I'm Jeremy Bergeron, Vice President of Media Strategy at Mission.org. Welcome to Business X Factors. Each week, we'll take a look at the secret sauce that takes companies to the highest levels of success and unpack how they got there. We'll explore how these organizations are run, what's special about the people, culture, and processes that make it all happen.
what is technology for? Our friends at Highland believe technology is for transforming the way you work, for delivering complete information when and where you need it so you can be more agile, more empowered, more connected through each interaction and in every relationship. Highland believes in technology thoughtfully designed to create better customer experiences. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Reese has been determined to find his own way in the world since he was just a young boy. There were the usual paths all of his friends were interested in, but for him, the standard path was always something he was more inclined to deviate from. While his classmates were doing the usual kid things, you know, doing homework, playing sports, Reese was finding a more productive way to use his time. When did you actually recognize this entrepreneurial bug in yourself? I was making business plans and incorporation documents in middle school. <laughs> nice. I think the first one was in fifth grade. I and two of my classmates decided to start a business making a perpetual energy device using lasers. Oh, now, wow. that one didn't make it off the ground, but I've been <laughs> crafting my education experience since then to get ready for the real one. And I, I always knew that this is what I was going to do. I think it's because I'm impatient and stubborn. I can't really sit around and let somebody else do it. That attitude is what led Reese and his co-founders to start American Robotics. The drone industry was growing. There was no doubt about that. But there was something off about the way every drone company was thinking about scale. The drone market is one of the more misunderstood technology sectors, although that's beginning to change. There's been a lot of success with military drones. There's been a lot of success with consumer drones. But the commercial market got ahead of itself. And at the moment, we're still scratching the surface of what that opportunity can be. About 90% of all commercial applications uh, using a consumer drone it doesn't make any sense. You know, it's taken people a while to really figure that out and that without true autonomy, these things aren't going to scale. So that's really the defining metric for the commercial drone space is achieving that level of full, full automation so we can actually start scaling these things. The, the whole space has been in this perpetual trial period, essentially, for the last decade. Reese and his team were ready to break the drone industry out of that trial period and finally get drones into the hands of people who could get the most out of them. The market was there for it, but the hurdles to building something that the market could actually use was what stood in the way of every drone company, American Robotics included. In order to solve the scalability problem, Reese and his team needed to solve the autonomy problem, but the autonomy problem opened a Pandora's box of other challenges. It's the challenge of making a scalable commercial drone product for, again, for 90% of all commercial drone applications, whether that's oil and gas or solar panels or agriculture, anything where you're surveying the same area over and over again, doing so manually doesn't make sense. And so it's achieving that automation, that true automation, both technologically and getting approved by the government. That's our baseline for a viable business in this sector, and that's what we set out to do. So why did you and, and the co-founders think you could actually solve this problem? 
we'd all been working with drones for, for many years. So we're pretty close to the problems. We saw the technology problems in a different light uh, than others at the time. So you probably combine that with some hubris and we figured we could do it. <laughs> um, we knew generally what needed to be done. I don't think we understood the depth of the challenges, but perhaps that helped us. because I'm not sure we would have taken the leap if we did. Every country has laws. Every industry is regulated. There are hundreds or thousands of hoops businesses have to jump through just to turn the lights on. Permits are required. Inspections are conducted. Products need to pass safety tests. Drugs need to go through clinical trials and be reviewed by the FDA. And for drones, if you want to operate them autonomously, you have to go through the Federal Aviation Administration, also known as the FAA. If you visit their website, you'll find pages and pages of rules and regulations governing the use of drones in all kinds of scenarios. There's rules about registering your drones, eligibility requirements to become a drone pilot, notices of where you can or can't fly. But wait, there's also some gray areas depending on the location and the time of year. It's all quite overwhelming. These devices require so much scrutiny and oversight, which is probably why most companies choose the path of least resistance just so they can get their products to market. Ask for forgiveness later, right? But this isn't just what happens with drones. This is the story of every industry. And oftentimes, the most regulated industries have the most naysayers and skeptics. They're the ones who think they have it all figured out. They've sold some products, have a good top-line number. They believe the best path forward is just to get to market and try to differentiate yourself on the margins. The customer's actual long-term needs are secondary. And that's if they're thought of at all. But American Robotics took a different approach, which is why Reese's peers thought he was crazy. When we started five years ago, it was contrary to, to make such a strong case for autonomy. I think if that's not the case anymore, then we've done a good job with our education campaign. Uh, but five years ago, we had people telling us, why do you need it? You know, drones already work. Are you telling me that all these other companies that got $100 million in VC funding, they're doing it wrong? And our answer was, yes, yes, they are. <laughs> Have you stopped to do the math and figure out how often that person needs to use a drone? Does that make sense to have a 1,000 humans, a 1,000 pilots on staff? No, it doesn't. So that's been our contrarian view since we founded the company. And I, I think people are starting to come around. Those early companies, a lot of them failed. A lot of them are failing. The customers figured it out because the truth comes out when it comes to things like that. You can have a nice piece of marketing material about how drones are going to change your business. But when they drop off a drone and you can't operate it because you have other things to do, it becomes obvious pretty quickly that automation is required. People are coming around, and today, drone makers are starting to realize what Reese and his team had already figured out as it pertains to autonomy. So why hasn't there been a wellspring of autonomous drones flooding the market? Because there are very specific technical requirements that American Robotics identified in order to secure the so far impossible-to-get FAA approval. We didn't go take a drone off the shelf and say, okay, how are we going to get this thing approved? We designed the system from the ground up and the use case and how the system operates. We did that all in concert with each other to produce the safest solution we could think of. 
So that's one thing that we did differently than others. We also put a greater emphasis on the technology, really recognizing and accepting that this is at its core a technology problem, that we are trying to prove that a system can function safely with no humans on the ground and prove that to an industry that's been working with manned aircraft for the past hundred years. So a lot of other a lot of other companies out there either either haven't or don't know how to put that kind of technology in place to get this kind of approval. Focusing on the drone from a different angle put American Robotics on a path that no other drone company had yet followed. Reese and his team had identified the very specific needs of the FAA that had eluded so many others. So American Robotics took a first principles approach. They needed to build a new kind of drone that was built to meet the safety guidelines outlined by the FAA. Aesthetics didn't matter. The marketing plan was inconsequential. Sales were an afterthought. There was only one thing that mattered, and American Robotics staked its entire business model on achieving that one mission. There was no plan B. It was FAA approval or bust. Talk about finally getting that FAA approval, because it seems like that would be a really big mountain to climb. Congrats, by the way, for doing it. But what was that like? Yeah, it, it wasn't exactly fun. And we've been working on it since we founded the company in 2016. The whole system, the, the American Robotics Scout system has been designed from the ground up, essentially with the core purpose of getting this approval. So the drone, the use case, the operation profile, everything was designed in order to optimize the chance that we actually get this because this was the minimum bar for us to make a scalable drone business. Since then, we've been iterating on the system. We've been uh, gathering test data. We've been working with the FAA on a near constant basis. The last two years of the process, we probably met with executives at the FAA twice a week. We, we were interacting with the White House, with the Department of Transportation, because this was arguably the most important approval to date, because without it, 90% uh, of the commercial drone industry can't hope to function. This went on for years. The team worked relentlessly to build a drone that was technically perfect. But technically perfect and real-world practical are two very different things. And the FAA needs both. To get the FAA to approve something, it has to work in the real world reliably again and again and again. When it comes to making technology, you know, Robotics, something that's been talked about for 50 years. And for the majority of that 50 years, it's been uh, constrained to the lab. And so our focus is always around how do we actually get this out of the lab and into the real world? And that drives all of our decisions, whether they're business decisions or technical decisions. And that is a really hard problem because Something fails once or twice in the lab, it's not a big deal. But if that occurs every 100 flights outdoors, that product is no longer viable. Can we anticipate that problem and can we head it off before it actually reaches a customer? So how did American Robotics do it? What did the path to FAA approval actually look like? How painful was the road less traveled? And what does American Robotics' achievement ultimately mean for the drone industry moving forward? 
Find out after the break. When I need help, I want someone who understands where I am now and where I'm coming from, but with a broader perspective. The folks at Highland are like that. Highland is a true partner to more than half of Fortune 100 companies, a partner that understands your industry and offers expertly tailored solutions that evolve with you. With Highland, you gain a complete view of information across your organization, along with the agility to compete at the top of your game and deliver better customer experiences. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. You already know that this story ends with American Robotics being granted FAA approval. That's not even a spoiler. The really interesting thing about American Robotics is how it went about acquiring that approval what it did differently than anyone else, and why it was necessary in the first place. What have you created that sets your drones apart from the rest? That's an expensive question, and it's all under the umbrella of reliable autonomy, whether that means from a customer perspective or from a safety perspective with the government. It's all about how do we make this system autonomous. And at the end of the day, our product is data, not the drone itself. And so Flight is actually just one aspect of what our system does. We've also automated mission planning, precision landing, charging, data processing, data analysis, data transfer. All of that is automated. And now you can install the system in the field. It will live there indefinitely, performing 10 to 20 missions per day. And the customer doesn't have to worry about piloting anymore. All they worry about is the analysis that comes out of the machine which again, at the end of the day, is the whole purpose of drones in the commercial sector. The implications of autonomous drones in the commercial sector is huge. And with FAA approval in hand, American Robotics is set up to be the first mover in the space, a position the company is already taking full advantage of. But the thing that really is a difference maker for American Robotics is that it already knows that the drone is not the headliner. It's what's under the hood. That's where the true gold lives. Let's look at Tesla again. Most people know the company for its cars, right? But Tesla's mission is to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. Tesla has invested in infrastructure with its charging stations, battery technology to fuel their high-performance vehicles, and clean energy robotics to manufacture. Its experiments enabled the company to build perhaps the largest data pools for large-scale battery manufacturing, discharging, and charging that provides it new capabilities to meet its mission like power wall, solar roof panels, and who knows what's next. The people love the cars. Tesla loves the data. American Robotics has a similar strategy. One of the biggest values uh, that we provide and and will continue to grow is with all this high-resolution data, now we can begin producing and offering 
new analytics features. Again, because that's what this is about. This is about collecting data, but you know, more importantly, analyzing that data. So imagine if you have thousands of systems out there operating constantly every day, capturing petabytes of ultra high resolution, two-dimensional, three-dimensional data, what efficiencies does that unlock? What things can we do that we can't do today? You know, I don't think we, anyone knows the full extent of that answer. Soon, we hope to know the answer. Because American robotics drones can now be put into use across all different industries to do a variety of tasks that in the past were impossible or extremely difficult and very labor-intensive. There's a lot of drones in the military sector. You can go to Best Buy and, and, and buy drones uh, you know, for recreational use. But in the commercial sector, we're, we're still very far away at this moment from what it's going to be. And that FAA approval that we received in January, that is a critical inflection point. And so you're going to start to see a pretty dramatic change over the next one, two, three years with automated drone systems actually functioning in the real world. You know, you fast forward probably five to 10 years from now, you're going to start to see drones operating on a continuous basis on all sorts of assets around the world. I think it's important to remember the scale when we're talking about this, right? These drone systems eventually will be monitoring every well pad in the world, every mile of rail track, every solar farm, every commercial farm. And we're talking about millions and millions of acres uh, in the United States and around the world. There's 900,000 well pads in the United States. There's something like 6 billion acres of farmland around the world. As of this moment, this podcast there's not, you know, automated drones operating on, on almost any of them. So we're, we're able to do that now because of that approval. The FAA approval provides American Robotics a head start amongst its competitors as others try to replicate what Reese and his team did. But soon enough, the market will catch up to American Robotics, and Reese knows that as well as anyone else. The FAA approval makes American Robotics special for now. What makes American Robotics special and set up to succeed long-term is that they have identified that scaling this company won't purely be based on a product or an approval, but on a moat of data and insights that will keep growing exponentially just as the company does. After all, American Robotics is in it for the long haul, not the short road trip in a Ford Edsel. Entrepreneurship is insane perseverance in the face of constant rejection. And I think that's the entrepreneur's version of, of courage is just never really give up. People say it all the time, but that's what it takes. Perseverance, ingenuity, and a willingness to look where others aren't and go where others don't dare. Finding the golden ticket beneath what you thought was the golden ticket. That's American Robotics X Factor. And it's what will allow the company to keep flying high as it looks for new ways to break through where no one else wants to go. Business X Factors is brought to you by our friends at Highland. For over a decade, Highland has been named a leader in the Gartner Magic Quadrant for content services platforms, leading the way to help people get the information they need when and where they need it. More than half of 2020 Fortune 100 companies rely on Highland 
to help them create more meaningful connections with the people they serve. When your focus is on the people you serve, Highland stands behind you. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. You've been listening to Business X Factors brought to you by Highland. If you like this show, please subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast app. We'd also be so grateful if you rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. This ensures that more listeners find this show. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, and I'll definitely catch you next time on Business X Factors.